Welcome to the Heathen's Guide to Life, a show with this opinionated jerk and his little brother. Give our take on how to live your best life. I'm Kay Ibn Matan. What's up, world? I'm Kay LaShawn. Welcome to our world, folks. Thank you for tuning in. You are in for a very interesting ride. Yes, you are. The word heathen in this universe called the Heathen's Guide to Life is actually an endearing term. A heathen is simply someone who lives their life unapologetically according to a belief system and a code of conduct that works for and makes sense to them, irrespective of what others might think or feel. Make sure you connect with us on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So go search for The Heathen's Guide to Life and follow and subscribe. Even better, leave a comment and share with your networks too. That's right. So, Marmy. My brother. How's your life? Yo, my life is um, really amazing right now because I sound really good in this microphone. Like, I can really hear myself today. Get over yourself. So welcome <laughs> to the Heathen's Guide to Life. Stop. I'm doing well. Um, very, very simple week. Just chilling. Nothing spectacular is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing some inner work. I was told that I keep too many secrets. Who told you that? By a really close friend. Mm. And I was like, okay, but what's the problem with that? (laughs) I mean, but I guess it implies that you're hiding something. I don't have anything to hide. I just like my secrets. You know, they're comforting. Brings me closer to myself. Well, the definition (laughs) of a secret is something that you're hiding. Mm. We can talk about that offline. Anyway, how are you? You sound like a telephone sex operator. <laughs> because my levels are turned up and I can hear myself and I just want to like sound better for myself. So I'm really giving myself my best self right now. <laughs> you, oh, okay. What's up, Tabby? How are you? <laughs> first things first, um, be sure to hit me up for some Heathen's God to Life merchandise that bears some of our favorite sayings. Our signature shirt says Heathen in bold letters. You can get it in white or in gold. Other titles are Curate Your Squad, Live Unapologetically, Love Unapologetically, and my personal favorite, Fuck Boys Will Be Fuck Boys. So go to our Facebook and our Instagram pages um, for pictures and details on how to order yours. Um, so as for my week, it's very exciting. I've had a very exciting week. Um, our website will be launching in just a few days. Yes. The Heathens Guide to Life.com will be your one-stop shop for all things heathen. Um, you'll be able to find our podcasts, um, some videos, some behind the scenes videos, as well as order merchandise as well. Um, so it's been really exciting getting that done behind the scenes. Um, I had a very important meeting this week um, for a project that I've been um, working on. Oh, please share. Nope, can't oh, share it yet. Can't share it, can't share it at this point, but it was a very productive meeting and um, I, my spirit tells me I'm going to get a very good outcome from said meeting. Your so spirit I can't or wait. My spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so I look forward to sharing that news um, when it's appropriate to do so. Um, what else is going on? 
Um, you know, I really, really liked last week's episode and kind of how candid we were about our family. Yeah. And um, we got some good feedback about it. And, you know, uh, so much of our show is really about, it's, it's really about our life. Mm-hmm. And it happens in real time a lot of so times. So therapeutic. So, um, you know, we tape the show on Saturdays. And tonight, my little cousin is having a Sweet 16 party. <laughs> and so my brother, my older brother, um, who lives in Virginia with my sister-in-law and my two nieces, came up today. And they came up while I was doing Kamar's hair early on. So it was really cool to kind of have everybody all together. And just how last week I said that I have two distinct sides of the family <laughs> that don't really mix. And here I am one week later, that's out the up. window. Mm-hmm. And it's all mixed. And it was really good. And my brother um, always talks shit about listening to our show because he says we sound really gay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which was like, well, sometimes we are gay. But um, they listened to the show <laughs> on the way up from Virginia. And he was like, he really, really enjoyed yeah. the show. And then he... Um, kind of chimed in about some about some of his thought uh, some of his thoughts yeah. about our family and um, he filled in Kamar on some things that um, Kamar had been asking mm-hmm. so it was it was really good it, it was, was really, really good and productive my, my, and them being here uh, uh, kind of made it hard to prep for today's show I know we had to flee the house because <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that I'm full of personality Word. so imagine me times four mm. so mm-hmm. me my brother my two nieces are all very animated mm. so you get us mm. all in the same room Even and the wife is like his healthy sidekick right and then she's animated too <laughs> so you get us all in the same room and it's just like you know what we gotta go right, right. Um, <laughs> so um, that's that so Week was good. I have some other stuff brewing um, that we'll talk about. My birthday is coming up. Hey, Aquarii. Um, in fact, by the time this show airs, I will have already had already I will have already had my birthday. So happy birthday to me and to all the other Aquarians out there because there's no other sign like us. Actually, that's what all the signs say. No, but y'all for real though, because like I ain't never met a people as a collective people <laughs> without hearts. <laughs> oh. A people just heartless. I have just a heart. Just, yeah, for you. I'm just not led by it. <laughs> it's for you. You know what? It's funny because last time I got last month I got a reading. Um, my my intuitive life coach read my chakras, and my heart chakra is still like frozen. Yeah, when she worked on it for like two years, and it's Stop like nothing. It. <laughs> you have to get some. I got an ice box where my, my heart, heart used to, to be. be, but I'm actually you know very loving. <clears throat> Okay. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> okay. 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 You are very lovable. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Yes. So enough about that. Enough about you. Kumar, do you have anything else to say before we move into today's topic? Hi to the family at home. We're so happy you guys are in town. Yeah. And now that we know you're listening, I'm going to turn up the gay extra for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Little extra gay sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, <laughs> fine. This week on the Heathens Got to Life, we're going to discuss the ways that we get in our own way in the pursuit of our goals, dreams, aspirations, and even our own needs. This is something that this is something that I've been particularly aware of for myself, and I've been taking major steps to get out of my own way yeah. as yeah. I slowly take over the world. <laughs> so, what does it mean to get in your way? Ooh. Basically, I define getting in your own way as putting self-imposed 
roadblocks in your path, whatever that means. And those roadblocks present themselves in very different ways. And today, Kamara and I will identify a few of them in our view um, and kind of wax about them and say maybe give some tips on how we might overcome them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to defer to the youth and let Kamara go first. So one that I really, um, that pops out when you say, when you told me about the topic, I'm like, well, expecting the worst. Like that, like before the show has even begun, you're already telling me that how the show is going to end. It's going to be, oh, terrible. And it's like, of course, you're not going to want to step into something new if you think it's going to end like that, you know? And um, that's a big way that people get in their own way because we have no idea what the future's going to be like, even with the best psychics on tap. (laughs) You don't know. It's like if you expect the worst, then you're putting that energy into it. You're already kind of starting off whatever it is. That, I mean, that's like the textbook definition of a roadblock. You're starting off with the worst that could possibly there happen. And then you're coming up with the worst without even knowing what the worst is. <laughs> right. Or without even knowing what the project is or the mm-hmm. thing, whatever whatever the thing is, yeah. right? It's like if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, you immediately jump to, you know, it's not gonna. Ha- it's not gonna work. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have. A, I'm not gonna have have any kind of resolution. They're gonna yell at me. It's like, well, you won't know any of that mm-hmm. until you do it. Yeah. Um. I think it's one thing to be cautious or to be calculated. Mm-hmm. Um. But to just expect the worst is just like, well, then clearly you don't think enough of it to believe in it. That's um. Right. So, but how? But how would one, if? You have a tendency to expect the worst in things. Mm-hmm. How does one stop doing that? So for me, I think it's um, the first thing you have to do is to relinquish your whole expectations about things that you have no idea. Um, things that you don't know about. You're not an expert in the future. So like, don't dabble in it, you know? Like, <laughs> I like that. Right, right? You're not an expert in the future, okay. so don't dabble in it. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, like... <laughs> And I think once you relinquish the whole idea of trying to predict the future, you can embrace it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I know for a lot of people, they might not, you know, identify with um, mental illness and stuff like that. But that is a form of mental illness when you, like, really, you know, um, obsess over the future and what might happen. You know, that, that's, that, that brings on a lot of anxiety. It's crippling. Yeah. And if, and if you do that and everything... Um, every aspect of your life imagine all that anxiety that you're putting on yourself what would you say to the person that says well if i expect the worst then it helps in my planning (laughs) well you need to expect the best (laughs) and see (laughs) because if if you predict and shit like that then you can flip that and have some real black girl black boy magic going on you know because once like you said i like the way you put it you're putting that energy out there but in layman's terms you're putting that energy out there all that really means is that you're doing everything you can do to confirm that worst thingy that, that might happen at the end. Right. You know, so you're looking for signs that you're worthless. You're looking for signs that nobody likes you. You're looking for signs that, like, you know, whatever. I think your truth will always shine through whatever you're doing. And so if, if it's your truth that you expect mm-hmm. the worst, then you're going to make that true in order mm-hmm. to maintain that view. Right. And you'll probably end up creating things um, that you might not have created in your way mm-hmm. um, as you're trying to do this thing. So, yeah, expecting the worst is um, is a is a very common way that we get. In, that is a very common method of getting in our own way. Um, and, you know, it's 
rather easily to it's rather easy to avoid by just how about expecting the best expect the best and you know i have a little um example from my own life when i first got to college i don't even think i told you about this when i first got to college i had this idea that i could recreate myself and be the person that i've always wanted to be because mm. i'm in like a new city new place and all that stuff and i was like yeah the old me wasn't that likable i'm just gonna be a new me and what happened is it, it was like so um shallow you could see right through it you can see right through it. And, you know, I'm, my fear was being unlikable. But what I ended up doing was doing all the things that make that would make a person unlikable. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm being, like, extra unlikable now. Like, damn, I'm being real jerky, you know? Yeah, people can always see phony. Yeah, trying to be what I'm doing, like, um, you know, what the cool person would do instead of just being me, mm-hmm. you know, which ends up being very cool. So, oh, you know, but like that was that that adolescent thing where you try and mm-hmm. um, that's that to me, that's a perfect example of expecting the worst because you think that yourself, your regular self isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So you put something else out there. Fuck all that. Fuck oh. that. All right. Um, another way that we get in another roadblock um, that we impose that gets in our own way is being considerate. Ooh, that's a word. So, and it doesn't mean that, doesn't mean to be rude, but when I say being considerate, how many times do you, do you say to yourself, you know, I want to talk to this person, but they have a certain kind of temperament, so if I say this, then it might be received that way. Mm-hmm. So let me be mindful of their feelings mm-hmm. and either like not talk about it or dance around the subject or hedge and shrub or all that. And that kind of consideration is a roadblock to um, that conversation. Wait, did I say that right? Kind of. Okay. Um, so basically, in being considerate, you are eliminating what possibility that you might have of having this conversation right mm-hmm. so you're 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 creating reasons that you don't know really exist mm-hmm. you're not giving the person the benefit of the doubt or the benefit of anything um in in um projecting what you think might happen right so it's kind of like similar to, to expecting the worst and you trying to be considerate you are not allowing um a free flow exchange of information because you're, you know, considering ways that it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So a way to a way to a way to get around that is to just do it, to just talk. And I think that if you if you lead with kindness and you lead with respect <clears throat> and you lead with yeah, lead with kindness and lead with mm-hmm. respect, mm-hmm. that's enough. That is enough. And I feel like, you know, I love Emily Post and I love her little or her etiquette tips. I can't tell. Oh, I oh yes. I'm very considerate. <laughs> but like, you know, I I try to, you know, read up on stuff like that and how to do things the right way. But even the most classless person, you know, the most tasteless person, if they do if you if they're doing something but you can tell they're doing their best, or you can tell they're they're not, they're not trying to be rude, they're not trying to be ill intended, like they can get away with that. Yeah. People are people are <clears throat> forgiving. Mm-hmm. And people people are more um forgiving than we give them credit That's for. Right. I think when I think that again when you lead with respect, lead mm-hmm. with kindness and lead, and lead with being 
authentic and genuine, then people tune into that. That's right. And then if you stumble along the way, people will just extend their right. hand and say, oh, you know what? I get it. Mm, I know you mm. apologize. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? So. But <laughs> if you're trying like your best to be like, let me put my fork like this because it's the best way to be etiquette and, you know, be etiquette. Well, you know, it's this, this is the right way to do it, you know, or let me be very buttoned up. Like you, people can tell when you're trying to do yeah. something. And it's like, it again, it has the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. So um, I would definitely be wary of being too considerate of whatever you think, you know, people might think of you or, you know, if you're talking about trying not to offend someone, because at the end of it all, it could be a big roadblock because you're um, you're creating a barrier between you and what you want. And that barrier could be another person's feelings. But it's like, did I tell you that I want it to be handled this way? You know, (laughs) did I tell you to put on baby gloves when you deal with me? Right. No, you're doing it. I didn't ask for that. So, right, that, that's a good one. I like that one. Okay. What's another one, Karma? Um, so, not being prepared. You know, that's, this is this is the example of, this is this is our episode today. <laughs> so, real talk, um, Kamara and I usually talk about the show earlier in the week. We might throw around some ideas. It's usually on me to create our outline for the mm-hmm. show and kind of, like, produce the show. Well, that ain't happened this week. <laughs> I thought we wasn't going to tell the people that. I just, you know, the spirit let me to just say it. That ain't happened this week, right? And so, um, in not being prepared, um, it was, we're having a, we, we had a bit of a challenge coming up with the show today. Yeah. And although we're still getting through it, um, I'm very sure that had we taken a, a few more minutes, a few more hours. Stop it. Um, Maybe a day or two. Well, a couple of days, baby, right? But the intention was there. They see what we're trying to do. We're trying to get you thinking about the things that, you know, can keep you from living your best life. But what? But lack of preparation gets in the way of success. Ooh. Lack of preparation gets in the way of a quality product. Right. A quality event. A quality anything. And just taking a few extra steps and preparing yourself um, can make the path to whatever you're doing so much more yeah. smooth, right? Yeah. There was a bit of anxiety about today that we that wasn't that wasn't really necessary had right. we just prepared. Mm-hmm. And again, like Kamar and I might have all these, you know, heathens guide to life, our, our our advice on how to live a good life, but this comes from our own life, yes. right? And so a lot of it is us living seeing what works and doesn't work and then being honest about it word, so word. i'm not too good to say that i wasn't that that yeah. we weren't as prepared as we could have been today were it ended up being a lesson right? it's a lesson but i think again maybe we might be able to go back and do a part two for season three because i think this is very um comforting to me just to talk about these things yeah and then it can be very helpful to people who are you know looking for things that may be screwing them up right now so I would love to give this another try and some time to give it some time, you know, to let it marinate a little bit. I think this, and I think <clears> that <throat> not being prepared is a, is a really easy. This is a really way. To, there's a really easy way to remedy that. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared. Yeah. Take that extra day. Take the extra step. Read up. Um, do your research. You know, all that. And again, let me give you a real life example because um, I know for me, I prepare um, as necessary. But I feel like when it comes to your destiny, you have to be prepared for what you want. You know, like they say, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes some preparedness for that. And if you're saying, I want to be in this place, but you're not prepared to, um, to live that life, 
I don't know if God going to put that on your plate yet. You know, mm-hmm. can you handle it? You know, can you handle this new job? Can you handle this promotion? So if you feel like there's a certain place that you should be, be prepared for that. Act like you got it already. You know, think about what, what challenges may come up when you do get it. Because if you have faith, you will. You know, if you work hard, you will get that. But you got to be ready for it. Um, but just going back to my own example, like I have this list of things that I know would make my life more lit if I just was like, you know, there. Like what? Like what? If, I, if, like I, got what? Up, like if what? I got up an hour early every day. Child. Don't start me. Don't start me. You come on. If I got up an hour early, man, my life would be so much better because I would have that time to just get my life together before I go out into the world. See, you tired thinking about it. You're yawning. <laughs> That's how much I love sleep when I think about how good it's been to me. <laughs> I love to sleep, so I will snooze the shit out of my alarm. Really? You're I'll, a snoozer? Man, I have that shit set up in 15-minute intervals of snoozing. <laughs> but you realize, though, that doing that just interrupts your sleep, so, you still, so what you're doing is just prolonging your lack of getting rest oh my god but have you ever just popped up out of the bed when your alarm rings that's brutal that's not part of my process oh my god one time i was like you know i'm gonna get up boom alarm ring i'm up that shit messed up my whole day yeah so never again but um yeah i feel like that's on my list of things that will make me more prepared for the life that i want to live um teeth bleaching that would help me you know, I like I like bright tea. It would help you. Ooh, bitch, let me tell you one thing about this grill. <laughs> this grill is satisfactory. <laughs> I got my teeth whitened. I knew Years it. Ago. I knew I it. Told, I'm, I'm open about it. I have videos and everything. I but loved I, it. I've seen the difference. Yes. I, and my smile is great. Your smile is great, girl. But you could gargle a little better. <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you this for a while. You gotta goggle. You gotta get the back of that tongue. Anyway, but yeah, so be prepared for the life you wanna lead, you know? <laughs> moving on. Come on. Moving on, moving on. Um, another another way that we get in our own way is by fearing the unknown. Oh, baby. Come on, you brought that one up, so oh, you start man. first. Well, you know what? It kind of goes back to um, expecting the worst. Yeah, it does. You know? And I think that's going to be a theme for this show because we all have fears, you know? We all have things that we are afraid of, and um, I think it's more about just being aware and mindful of those fears, you know? And it, in no way do I mean keep them present, you know, um, but just in a way that keeps you aware of the potential impact that it has on your decision-making and that it has on your day-to-day life. You know, I'm not saying, you know, to have a reminder of the things you're afraid of, like in front of you all day, but if you have an irrational fear, it's okay to acknowledge that, and it's okay to realize that, well, maybe this is, you know, connect those dots a little bit, you know? Um, But fear of the unknown will keep you from doing a lot. So much, I've suffered from that too. Mm, mm, Um, mm, mm. The what ifs. The what ifs, the what ifs really get in the way of so many things, it limits you from even trying. Yeah. You know, you're so stuck in the fear mm. of not knowing or the fear of what might happen that you don't even take the steps to test if that fear is real or mm. valid or mm. plausible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I tend to be very confident in moving forward in the areas of my life where I kind of know what I'm doing or know yeah. what's going on. But when I venture into new territory that I don't know, I get really like... I do a lot of these things. I do a lot of these uh, roadblocks mm-hmm. that, that get in my way 
because ultimately I'm afraid. And those ultimately, roadblocks are I'm helpful. afraid. <laughs> Keeps you from going into that thing exactly. you're afraid Exactly. <laughs> Self-imposed right? roadblocks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I do. And I, and I found um, that I did that a lot in pursuing um, my career kind of outside. Like, you know how you might have a good job, but you want to do more? You know, I'm one of those ones that I'm never really satisfied. So I and like my job. Helpful. I like my job. I like um, the I like the trajectory of my career. Um, but a lot of what I want to do requires me to step outside of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and requires me to try new things and kind of be out there and be more independent. That's incredibly, that's incredibly frightening when I have this fear of what might happen. Mm. What if I don't do well? Right. What if I fail at it? What if I, you know, try and then I fuck up real bad? Ooh, ooh, what if I make my life worse by trying to do better? And so, yes. That's mine. Because you're introducing a whole new thing. Like, when you step out and do something new, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, here's an example. One, like, my first boss for my first, um, like, corporate job, I went out and I used to go and do like these little um, set up these meet and greets with him because he was so far removed from the news from, from the room mm-hmm. that I just wanted to you know get with him like every four months something like that I would check in and one time I checked in and he ended up lighting into my ass like he gave me all kind of things he's like damn I didn't know this would turn into a busting ball session but like since you asked yeah these are some things you could do better and. <laughs> It ended up helping me in the long run. But, like, I was just thinking, like, damn, like, I'm trying to, like, step out and do new things and, you know, get feedback so I can change. But never did I expect that it would just, like, potentially get me fired. (laughs) He's like, well, I wasn't thinking about this, but now that you said something, you know. But the key thing thing is that you went outside of your comfort zone and you did this. Yes. And it ended up. And you ended up getting a positive result, although the process might have been a little uncomfortable yeah. getting that kind of feedback. Yeah. But you got some good notes on what not to do anymore. <laughs> and I'm sure you didn't do it anymore. I didn't do it anymore. And, you know, here we are like four or five years later. He's one of my mentors now. There you go. And I always go to him when I need the real shit. There you go. <laughs> you know, my um, my present um, example about the fear of the unknown is very much surrounding like this show. Mm. Um, and Don't give away too much about tea now. No, what it is is, you know, I've always had a vision for what the show is going to be, and it's more than just a podcast, it's more than just radio. I see it being a whole lot, but, you know, taking on, and I really see it being successful and big and popular. Thanks to you listeners. Thanks to the listeners, <laughs> and thanks to everybody who's into it. Yes. Um, but the responsibility behind something that's successful is Ooh. incredibly frightening. It's a lot of pressure, too. And, yeah, it is a lot of pressure. And so... I found myself not moving forward in ways, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, not getting the website done or right. not being active on social media because ultimately, like, I'm afraid of, well, if I do this and I do it well, what if I can't handle, <laughs> yeah. like, the fallout? What if right. I can't handle When that talk show comes, because you know it's coming. All of that. <laughs> Andy Cohen, Are you I ready hope you're listening. Are you ready to be on TV? I am, actually. Them bigger lights in your face. Oh, I love lights. See? See? Um, but what it is is that I record, and then I was able to catch myself and recognize, yo, I'm letting, I'm letting fear of what might happen yeah. get in my way. And all I can do is just recognize that the fear is there mm-hmm. and then step over it and then do it. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when I started doing the line of merchandise, I just took some money out of my savings account. Actually, oh, actually, no, I charged it. I just charged something 
I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait until this, that, and the third is put in place. I'm going to just do it. Right. And then whatever needs to happen to support what I'm doing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it has been. Yeah. And, you know, our merchandise is doing well. People are wearing it. Um, my friend in LA has some merchandise. My friends in Maryland have merchandise. Yes. So the Heathens Got to Life brand is branching out That's and right. being seen all over. And it just it, and it's a result of me recognizing that I had a fear of moving forward in this mm -hmm. and not letting that stop me. Not letting my fear get in the way. Because at one point it was. Till I recognized it and I just stepped over it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you gotta just look your fear in the face and say, hey, I see you, but I'm gonna just keep going. Fuck fear. Fuck fear. There you go. That's a, that's a shirt. Double F. That's a shirt. <laughs> um, so let's move on to another roadblock. Yeah, um, let me introduce this one because um, I do it a lot. Overthinking. Overthinking can be the biggest roadblock to your um, highway of success, man, because... You're going into territory that you don't know. You know, you're going into new ventures and um, you can basically come up with everything that could possibly go wrong. <laughs> and you think and you think that by thinking something through that thoroughly that you're actually just being diligent and mm -hmm. thorough. But what you're doing is overdoing it. Yeah. You're finding ways probably that you're going to probably identify reasons um, why something won't work when they really wouldn't be there anyway. Yeah. Which comes out to be reasons not to do it. You right. know, um, and like you, I love how you use the example of this show because for me, I had a hundred reasons not to sign on. You know, I was like, I really like my Saturdays. <laughs> I don't know if I want to have my entire Saturday sucked up. Right. And um, and essentially having a second job because for us to do what we really need to do to do this shit right, we got to plan throughout the week. We got to have meetings and we got to have phone calls and stuff. You got to live and be observant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and our life is like one big show. And you have to allow that to happen to let the creative process flow. So I had a lot of um, reservations about doing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I did um, when you asked me about it, I, <laughs> I thought about all the things that can go wrong. And then I ripped up the list. I said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm aware. I can look at all those things. So that, that's my advice on how to get over the overthinking part. Think that shit out. Let all that stuff come up. Write it down. And then put a big old red X through the paper and be like, fuck it. I'm definitely um, guilty of overthinking things. Mm. And I found that this is one of the ways that I kind of um, realize how much I get in my own way mm. is that, you know, I, is that I was of the mind of, well, as I think things, I'm just thinking it through. I'm thinking about all the different kind of scenarios that might happen. Right. What I'm doing is that I'm create is that as I'm thinking about things, I'm really just making shit up. Basically, because you don't I'm know what's going to happen. And, right. You don't know what's going to happen until you actually do it. So all the things that you're coming up with are just right. re it's just it's just noise. <laughs> it's just noise. Think about those people that have um, like they feel like they have different illnesses. Like, oh, my God, I can catch cancer. Oh, my God, I can, you know, get skin, whatever. And then they die by getting hit by a bus. <laughs> you didn't see that one coming. You're so busy thinking about what's going to attack your body. You ain't thinking about that big old bus. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like I, I, I definitely, not only get me wrong, you should definitely plan and you should think about things before you jump into it. But there's a fine line and that you, and you'll know when you cross it from when you're thinking about something, you're plotting, to when you're overthinking it. Because when you cross that line into overthinking, it's more like you're not planning anymore. You're talking about things that can go wrong. 
I think you start overthinking when you're thinking about things that haven't happened yet. Yes. Or that you have, yes. or that you come to, or that you come to a step that you haven't um, gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. I. So what I've learned to do is I think as I go. I'm thinking about getting to the next step. I'm thinking while I'm doing it, so that like so that I'm not just running around haphazard doing That's shit. Right. Like right. I'm still being like methodical in what I'm doing, but. I'm just thinking about, all right, well, I have to, I have to do this. Well, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about how, how it gets done. Mm-hmm. And then I do it. But I'm not necessarily so far ahead of, I'm not necessarily like that far ahead of what step I'm on. Yes. To yes. where I'm like. Take it step by step, literally. Take it step by step. Because by by thinking that you're like trying to like play chess and think mm-hmm. five steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many variables in that that you don't know how to even right. think about because they haven't happened and you never know how life works. Mm, so just mm. fall back and stay in the moment. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Stay man. in the moment. Mm. Um, what's another one? We have a couple more. Yeah. Um, self-doubt. And if you know if you notice, a lot of these roadblocks are kind of like There's a theme here. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. They're very much rooted in the unknown. Yeah. They're very much rooted in um, creating reasons that something won't work. Um, and self-doubt is is one that we all struggle with Ooh. i'm i mean most people who know me know that i'm that i'm really that i'm ambitious that i'm confident that i'm outgoing but you know i definitely wrestle with self-doubt when it comes to the things that like the big things mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um natural it is natural and i think yeah it's natural to doubt yourself but then you have to step past it. Mm-hmm. Step realize over it. that it's irrational most of the time. Most of the time it is. You know, what do you, I would always um, encourage someone who's dealing with this to be like, yeah, okay, so what's the proof that you have to support this doubt of yourself? You know? What actually happened? What actually happened? Remove the filter, <laughs> you know, and let's just deal with the facts here. What happened? And then if you, and then even if you can identify what happened, all right, so it happened. Is it gonna happen again? Mm-hmm. Did I learn from it the last time it happened? Mm-hmm. All right. But I think that it's, but that's one that we all deal with. Yeah. And I think that's one of one of those ones that you have to manage. I don't know that it's possible to never doubt yourself. I think it's it could be healthy to doubt yourself sometimes because it can keep you from taking on too much. You mm-hmm. never want to, or you never want to take on more than you can handle now. We're not saying do that, but um, you should know your limits. It's important, but like realistic limits, not ones that you just like, uh, this this might go wrong, so I don't want to do that. You know, like not things that will keep you from even taking a step. Yeah. You know, don't put too much on the plate, but put some on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So that that one's really simple. You know, it believe is. in yourself. Yeah, I've been. I'm. I mean, I don't. I'm. I wouldn't say that my identity is wrapped up in self doubt, but it creeps in every now and again. Mm. Um, and I and I get it. And I've been really 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 working on um not letting that get in the way and when's the last time that it crept in again about this show mm. about the show about for instance um i have this thing that um when i don't know how to do something i really dawdle at it <laughs> so like building the website because of they have all these um all these kind of templates that you can use to do your own website um i was like well if if this person can do it, I should be able to do it too. And I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, but I had to like recognize that like, yeah, they have experts for this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they get paid for this. They get paid for that. Right, so, right. so I went out and found somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this wasn't so, this wasn't so much of self-doubt as it was kind of fear of the unknown. Mm. Um, because, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know 
what went into building a website. I didn't know how to start and all that. And so I just said, well, that's not my expertise. Right. So I went to somebody who it is their expertise. And we'll have a website yes. <laughs> coming soon. Like a boss. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it happens. Um, the last one, this is actually the last one that we'll talk about for today at least. You have to kind of live some more and see what else happens. I can't wait to revisit this one, but yeah. This is one that you came up with. Lack of faith. Um, a lot of times we just don't believe in ourselves enough to go out and step out and take on the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big old roadblock because um, no matter what you believe in, if it's the universe, if it's God, if it's um, whatever, you're like that entity has provided for you in the past and it will continue to provide for you you gotta believe in that you know there might be a lot of things that we don't have proof for but we have proof that we survived yesterday and day before day before that so um have faith in yourself what do you say to the person who has just lived a life of adversity you know what how do you still have faith when life has just been a series of adversities I would say, uh, look at me, little black boy from the Ironbound section, and now I'm dripping in diamonds, dog. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I got a little diamond <laughs> on my ear. <laughs> but for real, though, you know, I've had a lot of adversity, and I think for all intents and purposes, I should not be here. You That's know, true. I really do come from that school of thought where, you know, the rappers say, I, I thought I'd be dead by 25. I never thought of that. But, you know, statistically speaking, a lot of people that I grew up with, they just got shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So adversity is always going to be there. And I think that's even more inspiration for you to flourish, because if you can deal with that, you can deal with anything. If you can grow up in Newark, you can grow up anywhere. You know, that really is something that, you know, you can go either way. You can either like see your adversity as fuel to move mm-hmm. forward or you can see it as lead to be stuck. Heck yeah, because if you think about navigating um, through downtown Newark um, or just Newark in general or any inner city, there's a lot of um, information that you have to gather in order to um, to make it. You got to know where to go, where not to go, how to move, you know what I'm saying? Things how to that, read people. How to read people, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You, who to let in your life and who to avoid. How to follow your gut. All that. Mm-hmm. And it's no different from navigating the boardroom. It's no different from navigating corporate America. You need all that, you know? True. But it's just like you kind of got it before you got into the business world. You know, now you got to get the business side of things. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. You know, adversity is a challenge and it's a roadblock, but you got to get over that shit. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it hold you back. This was this was really this was really good. So I kind of like how our lack of preparation still made for a really good show. Yeah, and we kind of just came up with it. Shit, I enjoyed it. This was good. This was good. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add before we um, go to the next thing? A little bit. I definitely want you guys to um, to respond. Let us know what you thought of the show, and if it's personal, send us a DM on um, you know any of our social media pages because I definitely want to see what you're gearing. Um, I don't know where that came from. What you're gathering from the show. <laughs> I, want, I want to feel like, you know, um, things that you want to hear us talk about. I mm-hmm. really want to get your guys' input because every time I um, come across a fan who listens to the show, it's like the first time. And yeah. I never get used to that. 
And to that point, I want to shout out my friend Sharia, who listens to who's been listening ever since day one, and she oftentimes comments on our posts and say What's like, "What's up, Sharia? I see you." And gives her like feedback about how the episode moved her, and she'll you know um, tell me offline, mm. you know how the episodes have related to like her own life, and that kind of stuff is really encouraging. Yes. When people that um, that that uh, are around give feedback mm, and because mm. you know we never know who's listening really. that's right but we're still doing this show because we have something to say in yeah. that you know and we love what we're saying and we love what we do mm-hmm. um so getting feedback just makes it like yeah we're touching somebody exactly because yeah. this isn't a one-way channel you know what i'm saying we're putting it out there into the universe you know through the microphone but you know we need your love back we need your energy back and we need your feedback to keep the show popping, okay? So slide in them DMs. Oh, yeah. boys. And ladies, too. So, <laughs> all right. Um, here we go. So, we all get in our way sometimes. It's virtually inevitable. But the power is recognizing when it's happening and using your tools to remove whatever it is that, you're, that you've put in your way. Word. Now, let's talk some shit. Wait, wait, wait. Can we at least recap them for the people who tuned in at the end? Okay. All right. So, let me do this real quick. So... The ways to get in your own way, you got expecting the worst, okay? That's expecting things to happen that are bad with no evidence, just being scared and shook. You got um, being too considerate of others and their feelings. Fuck they feelings, okay? Sometimes. <laughs> Put yourself first. You deserve it. Um, not being prepared. Prepare for your destiny, all right? Prepare for the life that you want to live, okay? And say what the fuck you want to say. Do it. Um, fear of the unknown self-explanatory overthinking coming up with all the things that can go wrong again with a lack of evidence self-doubt fuck that and lack of faith god will always take care of you the universe will always provide and um believe in yourself you know fuck the robots now let's talk some shit now let's talk some shit guys i'm going (laughs) to start by talking shit about kamar and his fucking giggle you know what? I knew I just it was going to be You know about what? Today's going to be Attack Kamara Day. I that knew little it. high-pitched little fucking gig. I, I want to just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't really hate it. But I just want to just I just want to just call you out on it. First of all, my giggle was inspired by the one and only Latoya Jackson, <laughs> who is very <laughs> legendary with the giggle. It took me years to perfect it. <laughs> And um, truth be told, I don't really laugh like that. <laughs> As you're laughing like you know. <laughs> I can't. I see. Can't, I see, can't. see, see, see. This is why your brother thinks the show's so gay. It's my giggle. It's my it giggle. <laughs> Shelly, you sound like Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the fuck on. I knew because you wouldn't tell me what you were going to talk shit about today. I'm like, it's probably going to be about my black ass. And here we are. Guys, embrace your giggle. As you giggle. I see. see. I really do laugh like that. Whatever. Um, I want to talk shit about guys that walk around rapping, rapping out lyrics out loud with no headphones on. What are y'all doing? Why? Fuck boys. <laughs> I think fuck boys just rap. You know what I'm saying? I just hate. That's just like stupid noise. I just don't why? like. Yes. Why? Even but even if you have one. In fact, I actually would rather see you just like outside singing, like rapping. Than if you had, than if you have one headphones and you're still doing it. Right. I get even more annoyed if you have if you have one headphones because then you can't moderate how loud you are. Yeah, that's true too. 
That's true. And I've tried to think about all the ways that this can make sense to them, and I just can't. This reminds it's funny be, that you mentioned this because I was think I was gonna talk shit about public about public transportation. Hmm. Reason why I don't like like taking the bus is that the fucking derelicts on the bus talking on their cell phones on loud, speaker. on speaker and shit, <laughs> right. with their headphones loud, singing along loud. And I'm just like, have you no regard for the person next nope. to you? Have you any upbringing? They don't care. True. They don't care. True. And um, then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's like me when I'm in the shower and I'm singing. Or maybe like when I'm in the house, I'm cleaning, I got my headphones when I'm singing. But I'm like, I don't do that outside, though. But you're in the confines of your own right. home. Right. I tried. I tried my best to rationalize their behavior, and I can't. So what I need y'all to do is stop that. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> that makes no sense. And they're always like moving their hands and shit while they're doing it. It's like, no, you look dumb. So what do you want to talk to about? I'm going to also talk more shit about Kamar because he is wearing shades inside, right? <laughs> I am talking, I'm going to talk to you about people who wear sunglasses at night, sunglasses indoors. And they aren't even like prescription. They're just for show. You don't know that. They're not. I can tell that they're not. If they were prescriptions, I would give you a little bit of a pass, but they're not. Maybe you they're just, transitional lenses. But they're not either. <laughs> and they're not transitional lenses. You just, I just, I just, you know, I not knew, that you I would ever know. Come up one day. Not that you would, not that, not that you listeners would ever know this, but I right. see it. And, right. and also, when we first started recording, he was like taking selfies and shit. Oh, I just shit, feel like, you know, today it. is, today is Operation Attack Kamar. I feel attacked. <laughs> Do you feel attacked? I really do. I feel like you are really disrespecting my space. I'm just attacking you. <laughs> I'm just attacking you. Well, can I defend myself with, no. the, with the sunglasses at Why? Least? I mean, I feel lit when I wear shades. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if you are if you don't have any confidence that day, if your eyes are a little baggy, put on some fucking sunglasses and pump. If I could wear sunglasses in my office, don't trust and believe I'll be doing it every day. I just need one person to do it first. I just need one person to just open the door. No, fuck it. Crack the door. I'm going to bust that shit down. I got shades for every day of the week. I love them. So um, let's make that a thing. I wear them in the fucking club. I am that corny ass nigga with shades on inside. I bump oh, into people. I'll be falling downstairs. And they tell you can't even see. It's already dark in the club. Nope, I can't see. But I'll you be, still in the club. It's a little lit, It's part of the whole persona, girl. Hey, King, King. So, okay, I, 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 I have an episode for you. It's coming, okay? It's going to be Katap. Katap. Oh, Katap. Attack Katap Day. I have one more thing to talk shit about. And this was inspired by our um, planning today, our conversation. Where the fuck is little Kim? Oh, where's the album? I think she's in recovery from plastic surgery. <sighs> I just feel like, okay, Kim, she's written a lot of bars, allegedly, about her writing her own rhymes, okay? If you, if you listen to her songs, she's always trying to make a case for how she write her own shit. Mm -hmm. We don't believe her, mm -hmm. but that's okay. <laughs> I just need you to save up your little coins. And if you want, you can do a GoFundMe thing with the fans. We'll, we'll participate. Ooh. We'll get you your coins so you can get the writers you need to write your shit for you. Oh, shit. Because there's nobody that's slaying like Kim used to slay. You don't think so? I mean, like whenever I really need to have a good time at home. <laughs> what kind of good time? A good, a good moment. Oh. I put on that hardcore baby. Oh. Child, if you don't feel sexy while listening to hardcore, it's an ugly motherfucker inside and out. Okay? Because hardcore will make you feel as sexy and as sexual as you ever could. Cunty. 
But for real though, like hardcore is that is that album. I, like if I need to just have some loud hip hop blasting, put on hardcore. If I need to feel myself, I put on you know, um, the notorious KIM. If I want to feel real hood as I'm rolling down, you know, with the windows down blasting, I put on uh, that last album, whatever that was. I like that too. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, the Naked Truth yeah, or the Bella like Mafia. Bella Mafia. I, I blast it still. Yeah. But like, where is she? I need her to come back. You know? I don't. I really, I, I'm i a big little Kim fan. No, but her day is done. I feel like if she just stops trying to write her own stuff and Even just embrace it. Even if she does, it, her day is done. Is it? Her day is done. <sighs> okay. Is Queen La trying to come back out with music? No. She didn't found her lane. <laughs> that, her day is done. I want Queen La to stop trying to rap though. Like, she did. She ain't even doing. She's not. Nah. She, I think I she did. saw her at Essence Fest, and oh. it was um, last year. And she did like the whole first half was just like uh, her doing her little show tunes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then she went into her rapping, and the rapping was lit. But because she just bought out mad people. Oh, okay. Um. So maybe I don't want her to stop rapping. I just want her to stop doing the show tunes. I don't. I don't like hearing her sing jazz stuff. Mm. The rapping is okay, actually. I want all the 90s artists to stay where they are. Because the thing is now, that was my era, right? But, like, you can't, like, have been on top then, take all this time off, and then come back. No. Your day is done. So, Kim and Eve and Foxy (laughs) and all of them, the day is done. So, if they would have never took a break, then they would have been okay? I think if they would have continued to make music Mm -hmm. and stayed in the public consciousness, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then, yeah, I look at Jay-Z. Yeah, like he stayed in the public consciousness. He's he's been consistently making music all of these years. So he never, you don't see you don't see Jay Z as a '90s artist because he made music in the '90s and the 2000s in the in the, in the 2010s. Like he's been making music consistently. Illuminati dropping an album every couple of years. <laughs> even Nas, Nas still makes music. Like so, all a lot word, of those a lot of those rappers, and it's not it's not even a male female rapper thing. It's about it's a consistency in music yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It just happens that artists like Kim and artists like Foxy had too much time between when they were making hits and now. So I think that nah, yeah, your time Kim, is done. Kim is like my favorite rapper. And I love it. Then I, play her old song and play her old series. Yeah, but I need more. Give me more, Kim. Oh, anyway, that wraps it up for me. Um, I would talk more shit about you, but I don't feel like it. Well, you know what? Let's just get it all out there because I don't need this creeping into future episodes. No, just get I need, it out. No, I need more content for later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hmm. Well, that's our time together. <laughs> we hope to not only entertain you, but to provide you with some new or different perspective about the various topics we discussed. Join the conversation and share your thoughts on today's topic. That's right. And as always, look us up on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, just give us a search for The Heathen's Guide to Life. And on Instagram, it's at Heathen's Guide. No apostrophe. Oh, no apostrophe. Yes. And slide in those DMs, too. We (laughs) want to hear from you. Be sure to look us up on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Search and subscribe. Tune in next week for another episode of The Heathen's Guide to Life. Bye. Bye, guys.